Hello friends, my name is Paige Harmon and this is my podcast, Inexperienced at Life. Welcome back to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me again. It's been a minute. It has. People miss having you on the podcast. You keep on asking me, but I just think I'm too busy or don't prioritize You're better it. Than me. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. <laughs> and when I say people, one time I did like a poll on my Instagram. It was like, what would you like to hear on my podcast? Thinking I was cool. And like two people replied and one of them was my friend. And she's like, I like you when your husband's on. I'm like, I'd probably get more listeners if he was on. <laughs> That's funny. I and my didn't... friend Emily said the same thing. She was like, I like it when your husband's on. Oh. Well, I'm glad that you guys like me. I mm. don't do anything special. I'm just. They like your raw and realness. That I can do. Emily listened to our true crime and she's like, I like your husband's answer. <laughs> Like we've been watching Parks and Rec. I am Ron Swanson. Yes, you are Ron Swanson <laughs> to a T. You really are. Well, again, yeah, welcome back. It's Thanks. been a minute. I enjoy being on. I, yeah, I enjoy podcasting with you. It's good. <clears throat> I'd have to agree. How's life been for you lately? <laughs> it's been a culture shock. It's been a change. <laughs> uh, let's dive in. I'm entitling this... A dad's perspective 2.0, by the way, because... That makes sense. It's... Give us a little bit of what's been happening in your life and why you're... It's like, been you a culture shock and a change because for the last, like, three or four months, I've gotten to play stay-at-home dad, and <laughs> it's not what people think <laughs> at all. Yeah, stay-at-home parent is... Definitely an interesting life. Yeah, no. Well, like... It's, it's interesting, but it's not... That's putting it nicely, I What I <laughs> expected coming into it. No, no. I guess, so normally in most households, it's the mom who stays at home, right? Correct. And usually the dad is out working or both parents are working or whatever and... Normally, in a in a normal household, yeah. a man does not stay home with yeah. his offspring. Oh yeah, your dad didn't stay home with us, you guys, and my dad didn't stay home with us at all. It was always our moms. Yeah. So, with the culture shock, I guess, what do you like and what do you don't like about being a stay at home dad? Okay, so the things that I like, I love spending time with Charlotte. It's, it's excellent. We have a bond that I feel like a lot of kids don't get to have with their dad because they're not home 24-7. I really enjoy spending time with her as well as, like, I get to watch her grow. I get to watch her learn. I get to watch her mischievous mind figure out all of the buttons to push that just... <laughs> irritate me but oh yeah but it's it's actually nice because i like i said get to be home with her all the time yeah it is nice you get to you get to see how they change and 
You get to, like you said, everything that you said is correct because that was how it was when I was at home with her constantly. Right. Like you just get to be buds and you get to. And I get to make the executive decision if we're staying in pajamas all day. Oh, yeah. Or if we're going to go out and be productive, yep. which not going to lie, we stay in our pajamas a lot because <laughs> it's getting colder outside and our pajamas and our movies are our safe space. Oh, so. man. <laughs> What do you not like? Um, I, I'd have to say the number one thing that I don't like <laughs> is having to keep her fed. Because she could eat us out of house and home. It's just, that girl can eat. Yeah. She can put down some food. And I'm not looking forward to the day that we have more kids. And the day that she gets older and is eating everything in the house. Yeah. Another thing is just, like, I don't ch mind changing diapers, except when they're the super stinky ones. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, buddy, this is... We call them the eye burners. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're Ooh, rough. They are bad. Some of them aren't too bad, but they're... I've... I felt like we've done pretty well with changing really bad diapers. Like, there's some parents out there that are just, like, gagging. Yeah, and like we're not to this that whole extreme. production. Yeah, and I'm like, come on, just change the diaper. But Charlotte, our daughter, has had some really rough ones where I'm like, I'm going to throw up. Like, this is yeah. bad. <laughs> and, yes. And then the other thing that I, not a, like, I wouldn't say I don't like it. It's just not my favorite is having to keep an eye on her 24-7 to make sure that she's not doing something that is going to harm her. Oh, yeah. I'm like, let's not play in the kitchen where there's pots and pans that could potentially hurt you or you could pick it up and drop it on your foot or something. So. Yeah, she's at that age where everything, she's curious about everything and Little Miss Independent. And, yeah, we were just talking about this earlier today on how everything is so new to her that that she just wants to explore everything and she doesn't know the dangers yeah, and the risks she of doesn't it. know any of mm -hmm. that and so us as parents have to have to be there to regulate that like yeah you yep. can't play with utensils and the light socket yeah no <laughs> or eat a battery nah, yeah no. yeah yeah watching everything that she puts in her mouth i'm like oh yeah <laughs> to us it's just second nature like let's not put a battery in her mouth but her she's like Maybe this is tasty, and I'm thinking, yeah. mm, promise it's not, sweetie. We've got 20-plus years of life on her, so <laughs> yeah. we're, we're a little more seasoned and like, let's not put random crap in our mouth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I guess, okay, so what have you learned with your whole experience with, so far, being at home? So, there's a song, and it's called Mr. Mom, and then it's by Lone Star. And in the song, he's like, he loses his job. And he's like, cool, I'll be a stay-at-home dad. I'll watch football and sit in my lazy chair and hang out, take long naps. No. Throughout the song, it goes into all of the crap and the nitty-gritty he has to deal with. And I'm like, I understand that coming into this. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll be a stay-at-home dad. I'll play my video games and watch my hockey and hang out no no <laughs> it is it is not as easy as people think no it's 
like I have a full new appreciation for stay at home parents because it's it's a chore. It's a task. It's a challenge. Yeah, it's not until you're there do you really understand, right? And I feel like that's a lot of things in life. Until you experience it yourself, you can only kind of think about and empathize with that person. But, uh, yeah, until you're there, <laughs> you don't know. No. You don't know. You really don't. Well, with that, how's your, you've kind of touched on it. How has your perspective changed Like with that? Um... It's changed in, like, the sense that um, stay-at-home parents always... I felt like they always got grief, like, well, why didn't you get the house cleaned? Or why didn't you do this chore or that chore? What have you been doing all day? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's changed... My perspective has changed because... One, I'm not a woman, and on that, I can't have multiple things. I don't multitask well at all. I can't have multiple things going on at once. <laughs> and I was, we were just talking about this the other day that a win for me is if I've watched Charlotte all day while you've been at work and I got the dishes done. That's a win in my book because that was. Watching a kid all day, plus doing the dishes, like, I felt pretty good about myself. But when I feel like a female is home, especially you, you can get the house cleaned, you can get all that stuff done, and while watching a child, and I'm like, mm, <laughs> on that note, not, I, not me. I think it was you. You went fishing. You're like, I'm gonna go and fish for a minute, and you were gone for like two hours, and I cleaned. All the bathrooms. Yeah. All, like, all this stuff. And I was like, hey, come look. And yeah. I was offended that you didn't look. <laughs> yeah. All... But I, the only thing I was offended about is, like, didn't you see how clean it was? But hence, you just, like, just got home. But you were like, you got all that done what, in two hours? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I like, was fishing yes? for, like, two hours. <laughs> and I come home and all three bathrooms are clean. The kitchen's cleaned. And I'm like all right just, just gotta show me up while i'm gone fishing things it was bugging me and it needed to be done but it's and not... i told you i'd get to it but it wasn't in your time frame i'll get to it i'll get to it yeah sure yeah. the thing is is like going back to the man versus woman people will probably disagree with this but i think it's i really think it's true and it resonates with a lot of people that um there are things that men can do that women cannot and vice versa. Oh, absolutely. And I, and I think, not, don't take this the wrong way, but I think uh, women being at home, like with you being at home, I think I would probably do a better job at that. You're right. And like, you know that I do. And it's not because you're bad at doing it. It's because I'm a woman and women are meant to be taking care of things like that. We yes. were somehow like biologically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever, all of it. We were meant to do all of that. Whereas I'm not meant to sit out in a construction zone in the weather, building a bridge. No, F that. Uh-uh, no. And see, that sounds like a glorious Saturday to me. You're like, like... let's get out there and build some stuff, you know? Yeah. No, I'm like, no, I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's just funny because we we've talked about that too, where men and women are just <clears throat> excuse me, they're just we're just different. We're the same. We're like there's we're not the same. What am I trying to say? We're we're the same as like we're human, right? We're people. We're trying our best. But seriously, there are things that I cannot do because I am not a man. Right. And it's not because I'm trying to limit myself or put myself in a corner of like, I can't do this because I'm not a man. But I'm like, physically, I am not a dude. So I can't do certain things. You know what I mean? And you can say the same thing. You're like, physically, mentally, emotionally, I'm not a woman and vice versa with me. Like, I cannot do those things. No matter how hard I try, I can't. Yeah, so. and it's the same thing of like when I'm working in the garage and you're like, well, just give me a minute and I'll come out and help you. And I just go ahead and get it done because I'm impatient and I'm like... I know, that frustrates I, the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. But Being I'm like, honest. I'm just going to go ahead and do it myself because then I don't have to wait and I can keep keep on with my project and it irritates you. But then you come home and get the house cleaned while I'm gone fishing for two hours and I'm like, I said I would do it, but... I know, I know. It goes both ways for sure. It's It's just funny how that works. It is. And people... The people listening, if they're married and they have kids, they will totally understand. Yes. <laughs> they will totally Which, relate. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you're a dad out there and you're playing stay-at-home dad and you're listening to this, give some tips and tricks for me. Because, like, I'm doing my best, but help your brother <laughs> out. Up, Come hit on. Hit me up with your email or your text. Like, help me. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. No, like, um... It's hard. And I guess on that note, what would you tell stay-at-home dads? Like, what advice would you give them from what you've learned the past couple of months with being a stay-at-home dad? What I would tell the fellow dads that are either thinking about or about to be stay-at-home is saddle up, boys, because it ain't what you, th- what you think. It is not... Sit down, humble yourself. <laughs> yes. Like, it is not watching hockey and playing your games like do they need to watch like an instructional dvd before they if you start? find one send it over please <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like. um it's it's not it's not all bad um it's just you're not gonna have time for your projects so unless your kids are old enough to help you with your projects my child is not and so those projects i wait till you're home or you have a day off yeah don't try to go into this thinking i can do whatever projects i want my kids are fine to entertain themselves in the house like it's not wrong to have them entertain themselves but you're still gonna have to be present and oh yeah if they get hurt that's on you that's not uh on anybody else but you for not taking the time and being there and like just kind of watching what what they're doing yeah for sure not being like checked out or not being uh aware of what's going on yeah um another thing is is don't beat yourself up over not getting everything done around the house that your wife asks you to do give yourself a couple of months three four five whatever months that you want (laughs) because i went into this 
with a mindset of I'd just be able to do whatever I wanted to. Well, that changed real quick. And then it was, well, now I'm going to frustrate you with not getting stuff done around the house. But it was that give and take. Do I get stuff done around the house or do I uh, take care of Charlotte and make sure that she's good? And I just kind of weighed my options. And I'm like, you know what? When Paige gets home, if that means I have to stay up later to get the floors clean, to get the house clean, whatever, I would much rather do that and go about it that way than trying to listen to my daughter scream while I'm doing the dishes. Right. Or clean the floors and I'm just, like, irritated that she's not staying out of the way. Like, that's, I'm not one to get frustrated or yell at my kid. But I'm also going to put myself in a situation that I don't have to get frustrated or irritated with my kid uh, to prevent it. Right. Well, it sounds like, in a nutshell, being a parent is sacrifice no matter what. Absolutely. Whether you're at home or whether you are working or doing both, it's sacrifice. And don't get me wrong. Like, I hope it doesn't... I hope... (laughs) people aren't thinking like wow Paige thinks she needs to have her house spotless like not at all <laughs> no especially not with me uh, <laughs> i was gonna say my <laughs> expectations have had to lower with clay being home but that's the thing like qu- like quick tangent like for me i didn't work while i was i worked a little bit while i was pregnant but the entire year and almost a half when she was a baby I did not work, so I was at home, and then I started working, and I totally empathize now with parents who have to go to work. It is a completely different ballgame, especially when you're um, a woman and have to go back to work, because everybody wants their mom, right? Like, mom's like the... Yeah, when mom comes home, and I've watched Charlotte all day, I'm chopped liver. Well, so. yeah, well, she also acts like a turd, too, sometimes, so, but is what it is. That's on you. You're home now. I'm out. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Deuces. Yeah, dip out. I see how it is. I'm going fishing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's, yep. <laughs> but the thing is, it's, it's, it's all around. It's frustrating, because... It is. It's sacrificed on both ends. And so we've talked about, too, I'm like, when you start working, it's going to be, you know, a totally different shift again and pivot and all of that. And so, but I think it's good for both of us to know both sides because now I can definitely empathize when you come home that you're like, I'm beat because work literally sucks the life out of you. I don't care, like, what type of work you do, dealing with the public or other coworkers or whatever job you have. Um, your bucket just gets emptied. So then when you get home and your kid and your wife, all they want to do is just like, oh my gosh, the wife is like, you're home. I'm dumping kid off like deuces. And you're like, I have no more crap to give to people. And it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of, like you said, grace and learning with each other. And really just, I think a big thing is communicating and being like somehow giving your spouse a heads up, like. Today was a rough day. Can I just take a minute? And then I will be more than happy to sit down and talk with you and play with a little one or do what I, you know what I mean? And being straight, it straight honest with you, that's where grandparents come in. Oh, yeah. F- extra if, family or friends. Yes, it takes a village, literally. Even on the days that just Paige is working and I have just had enough and it's only noon, I'll call up 
either my parents or her parents and I'm like, you're busy? Cool. I'm bringing Charlotte over. Yeah. You're watching her. Yeah. Thanks. And yeah. they're usually okay with it because it's their grandbaby. And once again, I'm chopped liver to them compared to the grandbaby. <laughs> but I'm okay with that because if it means that I get to go sit and stare at a wall for the next four hours, <laughs> then I get to go sit and stare at a wall. It is. It's a lot of give and take and it's hard. And that's where like that when they say it takes a village, it's really it's nice to have like a little community of your own to like fall back on because yeah. you can't do it all. It is you do that and we both have been there where you're so burnt out and you're just struggling that it's it's so hard. Yep. It's so hard. So another thing on the what I would tell dads that were thinking about it or not or are about to be we are not women. We can only do the best that we can do. Yeah. Do not compare yourself to a stay-at-home mom, uh, especially when you're first getting into it. Because just because your wife or girlfriend or whoever has been at home with your child for the last six months, year, six years, whatever, and they've been getting all this stuff done around the house and getting grocery shopping done and everything, we are... I am not to that caliber. We are not to that caliber. Go into it and give yourself some grace. Oh, yeah. Have patience with yourself. Understand that it is going to be a change. It is going to be a shock for a while. And until you can understand that, it's going to be rough. Well, I think you bring up a great point because uh, with any parent, they shouldn't compare their lifestyle or their parenting to other parents. Absolutely. Right? Like, you can ask for advice and for help but you shouldn't be sitting there comparing your like you said comparing yourself to a woman or a dad who gets a lot more done than you do because when you get down to brass tacks it's like okay did a clean house really matter right you know what i mean it was kind of that whole going back to the sacrifices yeah okay yeah i could have got the floor floors cleaned or or and the bathrooms done or I could have watched my daughter draw for the first, like paint for the first time and paint a picture. Or yeah. I could have just spent more time with her because I know this isn't a permanent thing. I know that I'm yeah. not going to be a stay-at-home dad forever. And I'm really trying to cherish every moment that I do have with Charlotte. Because when I go to work, all I'm going to want to do is be home with her. Exactly. So. Exactly. It's It's give and take. It's hard. So I would have to agree with. I think that would have to roll into any parent, stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home dad. Just give yourself grace. Ask for help when you need it. Don't feel like a failure. Tomorrow, <clears throat> excuse me, tomorrow's a new day. And you can always strive to just be, like, a little bit better where you feel like you're lacking. Yeah, you could even, like, instead of staying in your pajamas, you could get dressed that day. Yeah, maybe you feel <laughs> a little bit more motivated to do stuff. I know, like, that's, I mean, teach their own with stuff going on in their own lives. And it's, you only know you and your own family. And what's best for you and your family, you're the only judge for that. Absolutely. So, so I mean, and with that, like, what would you tell moms who are working, like, that are like I guess in my situation, what would you tell them? 
your nuggets, your words, the, the, your pearls. <laughs> don't put me in this position ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but don't ever, ever do this again. <laughs> oh my goodness. No. I'm bringing in your money. Like, you money here, babe. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, love you to death, but when I get working, don't put me in this situation again. <laughs> no, I would just have to say, like, moms that are working good for you it's like you may not realize it but you are making more of a sacrifice going to work than uh than you are staying home if that means that you are bringing in a little bit extra money just to get by until your husband your spouse whoever finds more work then like that's awesome because you are sacrificing watching your kids grow up you're sacrificing being at home with your family that you have come became become accustomed to um to go to work and support your family it's a struggle it's hard i see it on like the toll it takes on you and i don't i i wish i could change it i wish that I could find someone that was willing to hire me and that I could support our family off it. But it's been a struggle. It's been a real yeah. disconnect between employers and employees. And yeah, it's not for the lack of effort. No, it's not. The pandemic really missed, like, missed up a lot of things for a lot of people. We we were talking the other day and there were a couple months ago, I put over a hundred applications out and one person got back to me saying that they wanted a second interview and that second interview, it still didn't pan out to anything. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's really frustrating. I feel bad because I mean, you went to school, you worked hard to get through school, you graduated and right as you were about to finish school, like the pandemic hit and then that the just, rona the rona yeah it just t took the table and flipped it over and we had to like do some major pivoting and figuring stuff out and then um we also had to jump through some hoops with like workman's comp yeah. and all of that and then finally when all of that was settled it was like okay perfect like let's Let's do this. Like, but should even, be ready. Even while I was on Workman's Comp, I was still applying yes. for jobs, trying to get the ball rolling. Yes. And it still didn't pan out to anything. Yeah. And it's been, it's been, I think, I honestly think this will resonate with a lot of people, yeah. a lot of families, because I feel like they're in the same boat too. And thank goodness, I, you know, I at least had some education and a job that I can pretty much work anywhere yeah it's nice it's resourceful and i'm not trying to like toot my own horn but it's come in handy it has and well on, a, on another thing is with working moms is you ladies that are going to work after after being home for so long on your days off take a minute for yourself oh yeah like that's a big one with me and Paige is having her take a minute for herself, not having to worry about Charlotte on her day off because, like, not saying that she that you don't want to do that, right? But if you go to work for however many days that week, and then you come home, and then I'm like, cool, I'm gonna go do whatever I want, and I don't give you a minute 
your bucket's empty. Yeah, I basically you... start my second job. Exactly. <laughs> you know what you I mean? Have no time for you, and it shows. Like it's oh, yeah. it's a struggle, and yeah, just take a minute for yourself and remember how important and how valued you are in your relationship in your marriage because not everyone is willing to sacrifice going to work so that their husband can stay home. Oh yeah. I would have to agree. You may have to like force your wife to, to take a day off. And I read this article that honestly, I agreed a hundred percent with that. They're like more moms need to be more selfish. Yeah. Because 100%. it, because it also translates into all basically helicopter parenting being overly cautious and over safety ism all of that that's thrown out all those verbiage that's thrown out these days with like parents not allowing their kids to to like be kids you know they right. don't need to be like you said they charlotte right now doesn't need to be monitored 24 7 no but she does need to be monitored like pretty regularly as compared to like a 10 year old well, you know what I mean? Exactly. And it's like, here just the other day, I'm like, she was doing her thing walking around. And I'm like, Charlotte, you don't want to do that because when you stand up, you're going to hit your head. And she kind of looked at me like, you don't know, dad. Well, then she stood up and she hit her head and she walked over to me and said, dada, ow. Yeah. And I'm like, what did you expect? Yeah. Like, obviously I'm here to help you and prevent you from hurting yourself, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, no, we can't do that. If you want to go and bang your head off the counter, go ahead. But just remember, it hurts. Right. And I've the, been there and done that. It hurts. <laughs> like The article, I make it sound like parents need to be selfish. But the thing is, the article went into being like, you need to be more selfish with like your personal interests and your time. Yeah. Because we all know those parents who are kind of POS parents yeah. that need to step it up. I mean, our whole like state welfare not state welfare state child can talk to like show the numbers on how parents have messed up and kids are in the system and it's really 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 sad we can go on that tangent and rabbit hole but i think we all know in our own lives like parents who are trying and are doing the best that they can and then other parents that you're just like really really that's another <laughs> that's, yeah, that's another a... topic for another time but the article talked about how you do need to be more selfish with your interests because if you are not your own person on top of being a parent, you will lose yourself, you will be sucked into parenting, and then you will be giving, 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 and there is no replenishing of you. And I feel well, like... yeah, and then you look back 20 years and you're like, great, yeah. my kids are out of the house, and but I have I no done... hobbies, no interests. Exactly. They're all gone. Yes. And I feel like that resonates more with women than it does with men. Um, just because we are more likely to be the ones at home. we, As a parent and as a mom, you do sacrifice a lot. Like you said, a lot of women probably had really great careers, really great hobbies, interests, like all of this stuff, their health. And in order to have a family that they want and that they want to raise, they have to put a lot of that on the back burner Yeah. for, for, other, well, for other interests, like having a family. Well, and it's just like when you went to work and at the beginning... The first month, month and a half, I didn't do anything outside of this house. I just hung out. You were a hermit. I was. <laughs> yes. You're already and, a hermit. <laughs> you know, sometimes I like being a hermit, so leave me alone. <laughs> but 
it wasn't until I started realizing and like being more self-aware that I'm like, I haven't gone fishing for the, for however long I haven't gone gone hunting and hunting seasons right around the corner. Yeah. And so it got to the point where Paige would come home from work at five to anywhere between five and seven. And I was leaving a half hour after you got off. I had packed the night before packed whatever. And I was gone. For three or four days, I was up in the mountains. I was doing whatever just so that I could keep my sanity and I could be more selfish with my time. And then my bucket was replenished. And then I could come home and I could give. Yeah, because like we talked about, you start missing your family. Yeah. You start missing them and you appreciate them more. But you don't because when you're in the bubble... It's really hard to appreciate people like your family because it's just like every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I hate to say it, but us as humans naturally just get so uh, repetitious and habitual that um, the saying is true. Like you don't realize what you have until it's gone. And I hate using that because we should all be more grateful. But I think really it comes down to like human tendency that we we have like in our brains that we're so used to this this pattern, this cycle, this schedule that we're on that until it changes it's like, man, I didn't really take advantage of that as much as I could. And I hope people can realize that more in this day and age of like I need to either slow down or I need to take more days off or I need to do more for me because in the end like what do you, what are you what are you working for you know like it's at the i hate to sound morbid but at the end of your life when you are you have passed on and people are at your funeral or people are typing up your obituary are they really going to type about like they were a workaholic and like they had all these nice cars and uh like the saying goes i think it who was it it was uh, denzel washington said uh, you never see a u-haul behind a hearse and yep. so that's so true and I know that's getting into, like, big picture stuff. But in the end, like, does, like, <sighs> you see what I'm saying? Oh, I, yeah. I'm, does I'm it, like, stumbling over my words right now, but. It it doesn't really matter the materialistic things. Like. No. You really need to focus on your family and providing for them. But if you have, I don't know, if a company's generous, generous and they give you a month off, like, you can use it whenever you want throughout the year. Why would you spend all of December sitting around the house when you could have taken two, three days here, two, three days there and taken a trip with your family and you could have made memories, which who knows after in the big picture, after you do pass and they're typing up your obituary, they're more likely to talk about, yeah, that time they went to Mexico and, caught a shark or something yeah. rather than, Oh yeah, he worked like yeah. make the memories, take the time off, enjoy spending time with your family. Yeah. Give your spouse but, a day off. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you take that, that time off and you use it for yourself, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of that. No. Like if you decide that you want to take a couple days off of work and you talk to your spouse and you're just like, yeah, I'm going to go take the camper and go fishing for the next three, four days in the mountains. Do it. Go for it. Yeah. Don't don't regret it. Because when you come home, you're going to be a lot better 
spouse to your significant other because your bucket is full because you have more to give yeah you're gonna be a lot better dad yes and i would have to agree that you're gonna be a lot better mom too and we we all all of us probably see the like one polar opposite to the next parents are spouses that take all the time to themselves or no time to themselves oh yeah and we see how that affects their relationships we see how that affects their families their kids their work environment like everything it's a domino effect and so i'm not saying i have the magic the magic balance of work and play i don't it's constant sacrifice because but it's at the same time in order for us as humans to continue to move forward with what life expects and requires from us we do have to take the time absolutely and it needs to be more often than not and yeah on that tangent (laughs) i wanted to touch a little bit on too which um sneaking in this question off kilter here on the spot um like, have you ever felt uh, stigmatized as a dad? And the reason why I ask that is because of the time you took Charlotte to a pediatrician appointment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have, actually. <laughs> I Do explain. Like you said, I took Charlotte to her, I, I don't know, whichever checkup it was. And I was talked to like... I was the dumbest human walking this earth. I was talked to as if I'm not supposed to be raising a child. And I don't get fired up about a lot of things. I'm pretty calm, cool, level-headed. That pissed me off. You were a little offended. I was very offended. and The pediatrician was a female. uh, Yes. And it wasn't our normal pediatrician, which I think was even worse. But it was just... I don't think that she sees very many dads or isn't used to seeing a lot yeah. of dads. And so she treated me like dirt. Like you to didn't keep it clean. like you didn't speak English or no. couldn't hear very well. Like And everything that she asked me, like, well is she walking? Was she talking? Was I answered them be, because I obviously I'm with her all the time I know. Right. I I'm not dumb. I pay attention to my freaking child, but that pediatrician just pissed me off. And was it the way, I guess, the way she was asking the questions? Yeah, Do you she think was. She meant to, like, make you feel dumb. She probably didn't mean it, mean it, but the way she was talking to me, she might as well have been asking Charlotte the questions because I felt like I was a five year old getting asked dumb questions really instead of a parent yeah an adult yeah and then and then she had the audacity to ask if i was the legal guardian of this child and i'm like i would hope so well (laughs) some random dude bringing this kid in for a checkup it was with my wife so i'm pretty sure i'm a father so (laughs) and then she had the audacity to say i i told her what my wife's profession was and she goes oh well what about the baby's mom and i looked at her with this excuse the hell out of me (laughs) same person (laughs) and after that she didn't say a lot to me because i think she knew that she royally pissed me off well 
we talked about this, this incident, and we talked about how in the area that we live in, it's kind of, it's scuzzy. Let's be honest. There's a lot of broken homes. There's a lot of baby mamas and baby daddies. I was just going to say that. (laughs) You were just going to say that. (laughs) Baby mama, baby daddies. There is. There's There's a a lot of discontent. There's not, in a community that has not married like a foundation of a family. So like where I was in Colorado, there was hardly any of this where we live now. And you could totally see how the community is completely different than the community that we live in here. So a lot less crime, better schools, like better community service, better community things. Like it's just like a domino effect. You know what I mean? Like the family being the foundation of a community. Whereas when you don't have that, it's, it's just, just chaos and discontent. It really is, because here where we live, there's a ton more crime, drugs, um, people just having sex with whoever, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like, like you said, a lot of baby mamas and a lot of baby daddies. Yeah, and so I, I don't envy her job at all whatsoever. No, it just offended me, because I was like... <laughs> I know. I don't know who you think you're talking to, but... And my, I'm in the my, interviewer, I have to like ruffle your feathers a little. <laughs> and I'm like, my wife is my baby mama, so oh, thank you, help. have a good day. <laughs> oh my goodness, here we go. <laughs> just saying no i just that was the biggest time that i've been you felt stigmatized stigmatized as a stay-at-home dad really most of the time people don't question it. i've gone to the store hundreds of times with just me and her and it it's been just fine and everyone's like oh your daughter's so cute but my daughter looks a lot like me yeah for sure if (laughs) If I'm not the baby daddy, then Who is? it's someone in my family because it's oh definitely my, 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 oh my DNA. I'm just just throwing that out there. But oh I'm nobody has ever stigmatized me other than that pediatrician. Yeah. And like I'm not saying it's it was right of her to do that, but like we talked about in this area, it it's probably how she approaches all of the yeah. the male role models or the male figures that bring them in be like just because of our demographic right. or what is what happens so often here. Yeah. Which she's just doing her job and she probably could have like presented it a little bit better, but yeah. at the same time like when you deal with it constantly, it's just kind of like, let's just get to brass tacks sort right. of deal, you know? But Well, I also don't think that she deals with a lot of people who are as blunt and straightforward as I am because I was just, I didn't take her crap and I think <laughs> that that kind of offended her too. <laughs> so all around, it was a bad appointment yeah. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> And I'm going to go in this week, too. I know. But it's with a better pediatrician. So if it's, she gives me crap, I know her family, so... It's with a regular <laughs> pediatrician, yeah. And the, only, the other reason that I bring that up, too, is because... Remember me telling you about that article I read about the dads getting the cops called on? Oh, them yeah. Because the moms thought that they were perverts and yep. pedophiles hanging around the park, which... Don't get me wrong, there are perverts and there are pedophiles that hang around kids' parks, but I'm like, can you clearly not see that that is the child's father? You yeah. know what I mean? Well, like, it's just like I was telling I you. I was dumbfounded when I read that. It was just like I was telling you about that uh, video that I watched, and 
they it was like a home security vid- footage and then the daughter came out and was talking about it and they lived at the bottom of a hill and it was on a main street the there was this kid this little girl who was riding her bike on the street and came down the hill crashed and the dad and the daughter were outside and the dad immediately went inside went and got his wife and said hey someone just crashed will you go take care of it yeah and the daughter came and asked her dad well why didn't you go out there and take care of it and he straight up told her because i am a man it would have looked bad yeah so that's sad. even if it if he is a hundred percent trying to help a kid who just crashed on their bike in today's day and age in society we are looked at as the sickos the pedophiles yeah. the chimos the oh yeah all of that because that is what society has portrayed us as well so yeah if i was in that situation i would have came and got you and been like hey you need to go help this kid because if i go over there you never know if the parents are gonna try to press charges or something stupid like oh my goodness like you were touching my child At the she wrecked t- on a damn bike i'm sorry but i know it's it, it's sad that we live in that type of world but i'm sorry pedophilia goes it does not have a gender no nope. i've known uh, several stories of several women that we that i haven't known personally but like have i've read articles about and then even in like people have told me like not personally, but they've known somebody who's known somebody who, right. like a babysitter who was a woman who was awful and touching kids. Like, women are just as bad as men, but unfortunately, like you said, it's like a gender thing because unfortunately a lot of men, like, It's more are, common in men yes, than Yes, it is. Yeah, so. but I feel like women are just as guilty, but it's, for some reason, I think it goes back to like a psychological thing that women are to the general public are more trusting than men more nurturing yeah they're like they would rather talk to a woman about something or get help from a woman than than a man but then also that come like plays back into like women are more taken advantage of because of that too and so absolutely that's that's another tangent we could go on but um no i just thought i mentioned that just because like that's part of a dad's perspective too of like hey i have to be home with my kid but then you just don't realize like Sometimes, like, this is your first time being home as a stay-at-home parent, right? And you didn't realize, like, some of the things that you would have to to deal with being a dad. Absolutely. And that was one of them, like, that pediatrician appointment. You were like, um, excuse me? Like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Which, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, a situation that I would be stigmatized in. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't. Unless you went and worked construction. Yeah, and I had a baby strapped to my yeah, chest, I you think know. that would you'd be stigmatized hard for My that, thing but. is, like, anything, like, dealing with the car, because I'm just, like... Oh, yeah, you would take get taken advantage oh, of yeah. if you tried to go and this do anything with your car. I send you to go do stuff with the car, because... I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm like, can you go deal with this, please? <laughs> yep. Because they do, and it's not like people are... It's not like every place or every business or every person's trying to take advantage of you, but it just goes back to the whole thing of being stigmatized a little bit of like, I'm a woman, you're a man. Yep. And, yeah. Well, it also helps that I don't look like a happy person most of the time. Yeah, you do kind of look really mean, like an a-hole. And I'm okay with that. And I married you. How did that happen? <laughs> You changed. No, <laughs> I'm a kidding. really nice guy. You are. You are. I just a very look nice like an a hole. 
You are a very nice guy. You just have a really good RBF face and a good poker face. Like I saw that thing the other day and it was like <laughs> uh, when you're being an a-hole to somebody and <laughs> then it had this picture below it and it was like, you want to see me do it again? Oh my goodness. And I was like, that's me. That is my, <laughs> that is me 100%. That is you 100%. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I'm... I'm glad I was able to talk to you and do a little episode on this because I think a lot of people would would relate, whether they're Absolutely. a stay-at-home dad or not. I hope so, and I hope it helped out someone. Even if it's just to listen for their enjoyment. Like, yeah. Be like, wow, uh, that's funny because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag realness over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you have anything else you wanted to say or talk about? I think I'm good. We good? We good. We good and we out. We good and we out. (laughs) (laughs) We have a little bit too much fun on this podcast, but... We have too much fun in life, Uh, so you're welcome. Yeah. That's why you married me. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And on that note, I will catch you guys later. Thank you.